0: Hello and welcome to Shear Jeshub, a Bible study program brought to you by the Church Fellowship of sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My name is Patty Scalzo, and in today's broadcast, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing in the Heavenly Authority series. Last time we left off in the book of Judges, chapter 6 and verse 23, where the Lord spoke to Gideon saying peace be with you do not fear you shall not die so let's join pastor Greg as he continues with his Sunday message
1: God is not the God of confusion God is the God of peace he's the God of clarity he will answer the prayer of a sincere heart saying Lord is this you and if we're not careful like Gideon If we're not cautious the way Gideon is, we might be open to just any thought, any idea, any message, misinterpreting scripture, and just going off on one direction one moment, another direction the next moment. And it's really not of the Lord. It's an illegitimate call. It's a wrong message. It's a person not double checking. Gideon wants to double check. God appreciates his responsibility, his sincere heart and he is the God of peace, there is no confusion, and he gives clarity. And the New Testament promises for Christians by the gifts of the Holy Spirit, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we are not to be as orphans. We are to know the mind of Christ. And there should not be confusion. There should be peace of mind, there should be clarity. It requires a cautious spirit. So Gideon built an author there to the Lord Yahweh and called it the Lord is peace the Lord is peace to this day it is still an offer of the Abba Ezrites those of the tribe of Manasseh that the part of Manasseh that Gideon comes from he builds the altar the Lord is peace and now verse 25 we see some more background Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord Yahweh said to him, take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old. You know, seven is a holy number in the scriptures. And tear down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the wooden image that is beside it. Gideon's father has an altar to Baal. The pagan Canaanite God. The God of the peoples they were supposed to push out of the promised land. The one who is equivalent to Satan. Gideon's own father has an author to Baal. Gideon's own father in his house has a wooden image beside it. You shall not make an idol for yourself and bow down and worship it. These are the people that receive the Ten Commandments. And here is an altar to Satan and an idol of Baal next to it. In Gideon's father's own house, where the household Gideon lives. And before, before you can go and save Israel for the Midianites, you have to take care of the problem in your own house. And many people in leadership forget this. That the problems need to be settled in our own homes before we can help on the outside. And Christian men and women need to focus on their families to get the family situation right. And also then the service, because God calls every Christian to some type of service. But if we abandon our families and are not concerned with what's wrong in our own homes, the idols we have placed in our own homes, How can we help deliver the people from the Midianites? The first commandment to Gideon for the success against the Midianites is to go and cut down and destroy the altar and the idol in his own house, the one in his father's house. And he says in verse 26, and build an altar to the Lord Yahweh, your God. Your God is Yahweh. Build that on top of this rock in the proper arrangement and take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the image. Cut that wood down and make it the wood that burns the fire on this sacrifice to Yahweh. The wood of the image which you shall cut down. Now we understand more. Last time we saw that the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, Yahweh. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian. We saw that God sent a prophet who reminds them that they fear the God of the Amorites and have not obeyed the Lord God's voice. But young Gideon there who's trying to handle the, the threshing of the wheat and the wine press hiding it from the Midianites, he's seen his people suffer and we've seen suffering in our lives. And he turns to this angel, the Lord, in verse 13, remember we saw how he asked, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, if the Lord is with Israel, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all God's miracles which our fathers told us about? Why has this happened? Why have these sufferings happened? Why have bad things happened to us? Where are the miracles? Where are those miracles we read about in the Bible? As Christians, we ask that many times today. Where are all those marvelous miracles? Praise the Lord if we know the Spirit. I believe most of us have experienced some type of miracle in our lives that we can say God has done a miraculous event. But many Christians don't know about the anointing of the Spirit. And even when there's the anointing, we see bad things happen. Why do these things happen? And why are they not the miracles there used to be? Well, look at Gideon's own house. In Gideon's own backyard, his father has an altar to Satan, to Baal, the god of the Canaanites, and a wooden image. That's why repentance is so important. That's why cleaning the heart and cleaning the house and getting rid of the things that distract us from God is so important. Because when we have one foot with the Lord Yahweh, And yet we think we can dabble with the Baals of the Canaanites. It brings only suffering. It brings misery. And there is no longer the miraculous touch of God. The question that Gideon asks is a question that most ask. And the scriptures answer it very, very clearly. Here with the sacrifice, what is God doing with this second bull of seven years old? There's a replacement of worship. That which was worshiped to Baal, is cut down. It's destroyed by Gideon. And it's supposed to be replaced by the worship to the one true God. And we said last time, our situations, our communities, our families, our nation can involve us in suffering and things. Some people feel they can be an island. They say, well, I'll take care of my own and I'll do what's right. And they don't have any desire to change what's wrong in our world. Well, what happens to our country? If our country falls away like Israel in the Old Testament, and suffering comes upon our country, even though we can be men of God, men and women of God, like Gideon, if we live here, aren't we going to be affected? Will we not see the suffering around us? And so the importance of desiring the change in our families, in our household, in our communities, and in our nations. Verse 27 of Chapter 6, so Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord had said to him. He tears down this altar, he cuts up the image, he makes the fire, makes the sacrifice, along with these ten men who he trusts from his household. Obviously, his father's household is a large, powerful household. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much to do it by day, he feared them too much. Remember the command to Gideon? What is the command? Peace be with you, do not fear, you shall not die. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much, To do it by day, he did it by night. The household must really, all the other brothers, whatever cousins, whatever uncles, whatever people that are in that household, they must have really liked that Baal worship. They must have liked sacrificing at that altar. And he also feared the men of the city, which means in his father's backyard, this altar and this image to Baal must have been a city attraction. They must have been the leading Baal altar spot in his town. And when the people wanted to worship Baal, they must have went over to his father's house, Joash's house, and they worshiped at this altar. And it was a prime spot. It was an attraction in the city. So not only does he have to be afraid of his own members of his family, but he has to be afraid of the whole city who likes this altar to Baal. And it must have taken great courage of Gideon to do what the Lord God told him to do. And yet, there's still fear there, right? He does it by night. He doesn't remember, peace be with you, do not fear, you shall not die. He's not really remembering the story of Moses, how Moses could stand up and God would protect him against no matter how many people there were of the Israelites, as well as the Egyptians and often we as Christians are like Gideon. We do what the Lord wants us to do. We're in agreement with Him and we desire to do it, but we're afraid to do it before people by day. We'll leave a track on the door, but we're afraid to ring the bell. We'll witness on the internet, but we'll do it under a pseudonym, a different name. We like the things of the Lord, but time we have to say them outright in the daylight to another individual to witness, we get afraid. And we would rather anonymous Christianity rather than straight out Christianity. So Gideon goes and he does it by night. Remember Nicodemus, he goes by night to Jesus. What is the result? Verse 28, and when the men of the city arose early in the morning, there was the author of Baal torn down And the wooden image that was beside it was cut down. And the second bull was being offered on the altar, which had been built. So a new altar is built on the spot. So they said to one another, who has done this thing? And when they had inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. We get found out anyway. It's going to come out there with Christians anyway. So better to do it by day than do it clandestine by night.
0: We pray that the program was a blessing to you today. God's Word is so rich and full of wisdom, and we hope these studies have increased your knowledge of the author and perfecter of our faith. If you have any comments, or if you feel led of the Lord to help support our church fellowship, please send all correspondence and donations to Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle that's spelled S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 And if you will be in the Madison, Connecticut area, come worship the Lord with us. Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. We are in the yellow brick and white building. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shir Yeshu, which in Hebrew means, A Remnant Shall Return.